In episode 57, we have a power-packed lineup in our Say What and Amen battles, both pre- and post-midterm. Don will do a recap after we just completed the 2022 midterms. We'll do a calling your shot, taking a look at who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. We'll do some truth and tunes trivia, and Ryan is going to close us out in Fix Your Eyes. Six in the Mix, a band of brothers talking faith. But we pray to a God uh, who has all power, uh, who is in sovereign control of all events. Fix your eyes, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Family. And my dad, I think, enjoyed that more than than any of us put together. But every time we'd get around Thanksgiving, he, he would name all of, all of our friends, you know, by name. And uh, it just, it was, that was a great, that was a great time. Sports. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Brett Favre pass. And I'm going to say that one is probably the most perplexing. Would have taken us to the Super Bowl, right? That was the NFC Championship. That's correct. Yeah. So yep. yeah, just like the, the Falcons, Gary Anderson miss. It's just unfortunate. In politics. I was supremely disappointed with the Supreme Court's decision of the healthcare. Join us on our journey. Again, we welcome you to episode 57 of Six in the Mix. As a reminder, drop comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, Six in the Mix Podcast. Find our videos on YouTube and now Rumble and anywhere you listen to audio versions of podcasts. Again, please share with friends and family who need to laugh and be encouraged to pursue Christ. Uh, We enjoy doing it if we can help you along the journey. And someone that you know, boy, we'd love to do that too. So, all right, gentlemen, we... uh, We've got a power-packed uh, say what and amen battle lineup. So uh, I hope you've got a few more minutes in you because, uh, yeah, there was stuff pre and post midterm election. There was stuff in the wild, wide world of sports. Uh, just kind of filled it up. So actually, our say what battle is actually shorter than our amen battle. Our amen battle has got wonderful stuff in it. Um, just so precious. So uh, anyway. How about we kick into uh, a uh, Say What Battle, uh, episode 57. What? Side Wars! I'm here today with uh, my COVID team, as well as leaders from some of America's top pharmacies, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Albertsons. And we're here with a simple message. Get vaccinated. Almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots or they will not have taken Paxlovid when they got sick. Get the shot. Five, ten, twenty dollars off your drugstore grocery purchase next or grocery purchase next time at the same time you get the shot. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. Get vaccinated. Get the shot. Here we go. Today, Dr. Oz is going to be standing with Donald Trump on the stage. And I'm going to be proud to be standing with a president that is 100% sedition free. This is the sign. sedition free. Would 
you talking about, mister? I was in Massachusetts about a month ago on the site of the largest old coal plant in America. Guess what? It costs them too much money. They can't count. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it, even if they have all the coal guaranteed for the rest of their, the existence of the plant. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. So, Corrine, we just uh, talked about how the Federal Reserve raising interest rates again to try to cool off inflation. But that has sparked real fears that the nation could be teetering on the edge of a recession. How will the White House prepare for that? So want to be clear, there is we are not uh, there are no meetings or anything happening like that in preparing for a recession. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. There are no meetings or anything happening like that in preparing for a recession. And I want to thank the Prime Minister of for Colombia's leadership and the ASEAN's ASEAN chair. And I want to thank the Prime Minister of for Colombia's leadership and the ASEAN's ASEAN chair. Okay. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Quite a quite a lineup there for say what battle. So what say you? Was that first uh was that first uh clip with the COVID take? Is that was was that just recently? Like yes. Yep. Yep, um, that was within the last two weeks. Yep. Oh my yep. god, that's crazy. Yep. So, yeah. so at, at what point are we gonna we, we're gonna have to dive deep into this? I think at some point here, uh, in the you know, give a good good solid segment to the uh, the COVID vaccine. And Ryan, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, um, and just the legitimacy and what's happening i mean I, it just confounds me that that actually those words came out of his mouth i guess nothing should come confound me but these days but that actually happened i'm 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 just blown away that 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 this is still a thing yeah i'm sure ryan will give a glowing review yeah i probably you guys know i came down with covid recently and i i think it was because i wasn't up to date on my shots so i i will i will say that i it's yep. been a while since i've gotten a booster dose so it was probably my bad uh, and i came down with covid so here's here's a question did did you get uh did you get on paxlovid right away i it, don't think i'm eligible for paxlovid but i i don't know if i want to be eligible for paxlovid because it sounds like you you uh test negative then you have a relapse and then test positive again so i don't that doesn't sound very fun either yeah but the the president said if you if you're up to date in your shots and you take paxlovid or if you drink a lot of vitamin c or 17 other conditions then you won't get it but mainly the vaccine 
Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I would say. And I haven't seen up to the minute stats on this bivalent vaccine, how well that's doing. I, it's been a while since I've seen stats. Have you seen any stats on what the real vaccine's doing? But Ryan, come on, give me a break. <laughs> Say, you mean saving lives? Saving lives? It's killing people. What? There's more. <laughs> Say what? Oh my God, I can't be serious. <laughs> this is the say what battle, this right? <laughs> Yeah. Are you buying it was? You buying for a slot on the say what battle, Ryan? <laughs> might be on the next episode. This oh my word. Right I here. can't take it anymore. This is ridiculous. How can you say that this vaccine is legitimate and that you got sick because you didn't get vaccinated enough? Come on, man. Could be the vaccine induces an antibody. It does yourself. not. It does not do anything. It, it does. doesn't work. It doesn't Powerful. work. It's Powerful. terrible. It's Science killing people. It's, it's killing people. I'm so thankful for the researchers and what they've done. Yeah, what they've done, they've injected this magic serum into your family, and we don't know if they're going to be around in 20 years. That is not something that's getting done. But but I, I've been around since I've had three shots. Oh, have I have I, I taken can't a do turn it. No, no, horse? don't say anything. Don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. <laughs> You're not allowed. Wow. I don't oh, think yeah. Jeremy, I didn't think that first clip was gonna get such a uh, <laughs> hey. such a rise out of folks. Well, I actually I was surprised too because I, I didn't know that, that was that was a new thing. I, I honestly thought that, that was it was a uh, you know something from the past, but um I'll I'll jump in with when he was talking about you know giving just just his inability to get countries right and names right of people and just his his interaction with individuals is not it is just not on a level that has any comprehension at all and and i feel bad for the guy i truly do feel bad for him and i do not understand why he he is still out there because if if we can just be honest with it and and here's something else that i i I heard as well you know that he's he's 90 something percent sure that he's going to run again and i'm thinking i mean on what number one number two we're already the world is already seeing the chaos in his in his world and Mm -hmm. his cognitive ability we can't afford to do that i would rather another democrat who has capabilities cognitively to really interact and do do good thinking uh than to have him run again uh, i just i anyway hey, that Cal- that takes the cake for me just you know COVID aside just just his his inability to be able to really understand where he is where he's at who he's talking with on a world stage when he's got the note cards right in front of him and he still <laughs> can't get it right i i just yeah. i anyway that took the cake for me well, hey, the, to your call for a coherent Democrat, uh, doesn't California have something that you need there, Jeremy? Doesn't Brother Newsom take Newsome? the cake? Yeah, he's Newsome? he's pretty coherent, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's got enough, you know, stock and gel companies to get something done. I mean, look at that guy's hair. It's just, it's just solid an iceberg. It's an iceberg. Like you got to see like, you know, those hammers that have spikes to climb up that thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, is Newsom better? Uh, no, but at least he would be able to say things without offending the world. Yeah, you know that's that's where something I got to give I get a credit there. All their policies are junk, but you know anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna parlay uh, 
Karine Jean Pair, as Matt Walsh says uh, her name. But uh, the, the press secretary, I'm going to parlay that with what Biden was saying, right? So she's like, hey, there's no recession. We don't have any plans on talking about it. And Biden doesn't have any plans, but he's going to give you 20 bucks if you go to CVS and get your, your 17th COVID shot, 20 bucks off your next grocery purchase. That's his, that's his way of helping you through this time of, no, it's not inflation. It's not a recession. It's just, you know, we're working through the, uh, I guess, the Russia invasion of Ukraine. Um, that's, that's, that's what he's got for you. 20 bucks. Just, just get shot up in the arm and you're good to go. So he's saying I can save my health and I can buy three 12 packs of soda. That's great. Yeah. What a deal. (laughs) Maybe some Reese's too. If you get that, that'll save you on your, uh, your purchase of your milk, eggs and butter. (laughs) That too. too. Every little bit helps these days. (laughs) Your diabetes medication, maybe (laughs) your soda. Oh man. Um, well, my, my pick is going to be what Biden said about the coal. If I heard him correctly, mm. I think he said that coal is not reliable, which I don't think that's one of the complaints about coal. So that to me is right. Right. That, 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 Brian, that should not be your clip. Your clip should be what Biden said about the COVID vaccine, because you truly believe this is a battle no, about the end. Don, Don, that, that should, that's going to be his pick for amen battle. Oh, okay. You're jumping ahead. Uh, he's I right. yeah, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I got I, you. Ryan, I'm, I got you. Don't worry. Don, Thanks, I was pal. trying to jump Thanks, on you. Pal. I got you. Yeah, yeah I know. I this is you. the segment we don't understand what they're saying. So I was, I understood what they were saying with the COVID vaccine. No, totally I understand are understanding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, All right. Must be that lack of COVID vaccine that gives me understanding, I guess. Right. Did did he say that they're just going to hook up to the same transmission transmission lines, right? They're just, just going to put a wind generator there. Yeah, well, we're good. Wind generators, you know, because yeah. wind is constant everywhere. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It was an easy switcheroo uh, going from really something that has been reliable to something that is not reliable, even though he's Does got Does he know the amount stuff. of oil that it takes to run one of those things? I doubt it. Do you know how much gear oil, how much lubricant, how much crazy fuel that has to go in to run one of those cotton picking things? And then you put a bunch of them on the grid and then they can't run all the time because you have to do protocols to make sure that the grease and the oil is up to speed and that they've been treated and it's still not going to get done. They are nuts with this new green deal garbage nuts hey i i just had an idea what if you hook the wind farms up to the wind bags in washington <laughs> you wouldn't even need lubrication man those things it could grind in the gears all they wanted to you'd have you'd have electricity for millennia it'd be unbelievable solving problems on the podcast that's it forget the windy city we got the wind wind bags in washington <laughs> taking the cake oh man nice special <laughs> so don so yours you're don yours was the biden uh the biden vaccine because you just asked a question about it yeah I yeah I, I, about it but yeah it's that's completely ludicrous to me to think that we're still at that place to still to think that we've got people that think that they're getting covid because they haven't got the vaccine right <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that's my side point was, is the bivalent any better at protecting the current variant out 
Oh, is that right. is that a new is that a new one that's out there a new vaccine i haven't even heard of it yeah they've got a bivalent one which takes some of the uh, original strain and mixes it with a more recent strain either ba1 so it's, or BA4 it's more of an so it's a more of a traditional type thing not the mrna well it's change? not the 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 vaccine itself is still mrna so it's not oh, the traditional okay. vaccine delivery method but um gotcha. just updating what the antibodies produced for will will look for in the virus. Interesting. Hmm. I'm trying to save some money, um, Ryan, hmm. on gas. And um, if I'm going to CVS to get my my COVID-19 jab, have they mixed that with this bivariant, with the bifrost, with the flu vaccine? I'm hoping I'm hoping to kind of get you know four jabs in one. <laughs> what do you think? I don't think they've done that yet. The flu with the uh, COVID vaccine. I've heard I've, I've heard some discussion about it, but it's not it's not right. live yet. Not not live yet. Mm. People are getting the same on the same day. You can get your flu in one arm and maybe the COVID in the other arm. That's an option. I wonder if I get two twenty dollars gift certificates to CVS if I did that. You think so? It's worth, it might worth be worth my gas into. money. It's worth, worth looking, looking into. into. I'm thinking about heading to High V and getting a flu shot pretty soon. I'm hoping there's a, a little Benny on the side for me. <laughs> I got my flu vaccine, and I got yep. sick as a dog three days later. This this year you did? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, you you got a flu vaccine, Don? Wait a yeah. second. What? Come on, man. Oh, I'm not. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. <laughs> rewind, rewind, rewind. Okay, right. okay so that's fair. I thought, that's fair. I thought I remember us having the same conversation last year, where you you got sick after the flu. You and your whole family got sick with the flu vaccine. So. You, yeah, you're probably right. You yeah, I don't Britney know why. Spears, whoops, you did it again. Or yeah, what? whoops, I did it again. That's less uh, lesson learned. I mean, you know. Wow. Yeah, I was after three days. I swear, after I went in, I had a sty in my eye, so I oh, went no. in and got oh. some, got some antibiotic for my eye, sty in my eye, and they and I was like, uh, and they're like, yeah, I'll get the flu vaccine. I was like, yeah, I probably should, like, because I get sick every year. It never fails, and so I was like, yeah, let's give it her, give her a go, and I uh, got the flu vaccine. Three, four days later, I was just, I mean, I just have now gotten to the point where my, I just, I just stopped taking antibiotics uh, a few days ago of last week at, at the end of last week. And oh. now I'm feeling, feeling better. And I got my, my, uh, that, that flu vet or that flu shot, boy, that was like almost three weeks ago. So it hit me hard. It hit me hard. I, uh, Jeremy, at the, you, yeah. you're doing the uh, call in your shot segment, right? You leading that one? Sure. For this one is that oh, so? Yeah. Can you add something? I, can, yeah. I want I want a 2023 flu <laughs> vaccine prediction for Don. Yeah, two years in a row he gets walloped with it. Swallowed. How is many he going to take it? How a, many days uh, before he gets walloped? Or no, is like he going to take if, it in 2023? Is he going to take oh, the flu is vaccine? He gonna take the shot? Yeah, that okay. that's going to be the calling. That's one of the calling your shots. Yeah, yeah, All it's right. got to be because I'm yeah, yeah I'm a I'm bit a, I'm a bit perplexed at the moment. With you, I won't Don. be taking it. I won't be taking it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I should have taken a note from Ethan when he said, don't do it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I think it could help. But yeah, it's all a sham. It's all a sham. No. If you're saying you had this a few weeks ago and you're just getting over the effects of the flu shot? The, well, the, I don't, I mean, who knows? I mean, if, I will blame the flu shot for giving me what I got. Uh, it was just some some as uh, an antibacterial infection that just gotten got into me. I was like, 
uh, I was my my nose just kept draining. I could not stop it from draining. It was just ridiculous for for weeks. I could not stop That's sneezing, sniffling, so blowing my nose. It was just awful. Wow. And and then I was just like, you know, antibiotics got me on five five you know two a day for five days and knocked it right out of me. So it was some type of you know they're like yeah you got something and they didn't blame it on the flu shot. I did. I, I blame it on the flu shot, but I, you know, they give you, you know, that flu shot has a little bit of the flu in it, right? That's what it's there for, right? You try to get your, so your body. And I don't think my body was, is prepared or, you know, after all this time, I've never been in the office, haven't gone back in the office. I'm, you know, I just don't, I just don't think my, uh, my immune system. Yeah, your is, immune system's not working hard enough. It's not working. It's not, <laughs> it wasn't ready for that little, that little bit of uh, the, Boom. the flu there. Man, I, I would have thought the uh, tunnel to Florida might have had some things that could help <laughs> up your up your battle against the flu. But uh, well, it's not. It, it's it, I mean, I'm I, I mean, I think I need a, a tunnel to Mexico to get that 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 those types of uh, narcotics. But uh, right, right. So so I, that that might be in the works. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's turn our attention to some good things. Um, we've got a about a eight plus minute amen battle because there's just some good stuff that's going on, um, despite all the craziness. So, episode fifty seven, amen battle. So listen, Biden is the president today. There's a lot of folks in the media that any time, hold on, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm answering exactly that question. Okay. There are a lot of folks in the media that try to, any time a Republican is in front of a TV camera, try to say the election was fair and square and legitimate. You know who y'all don't do that to? You don't do it to Hillary Clinton, who stood up and said, Trump but stole the election. They didn't storm the Capitol. They didn't try to kill my Stacey former Abrams, who said, who said that the election was stolen. They sat here yes, and said it was illegitimate, right. and, and, it and was. you guys were fine with it. Okay, so, so, so it's illegitimate did, did when Republicans she, did, win, the, but not when Democrats win. No, what? you know, here's the thing. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. We don't try to change the... We'll go to the... We'll go to the did, did I miss an entire year of Antifa riots where cities across this country were burning and, and police cars well, were being yeah, firebombed? You Your position is the left doesn't engage in violence, really? No, they wanted to nuke our friend Mike Pence. Like, we how didn't do we do, make you sense just of that? accused us of doing something we didn't do. You said Hillary Clinton didn't say whatever she didn't say. I'm saying to you, listen. And she said we it's said sitting here, and you we were fine come, with her saying it was illegitimate come, yes, for, for Republicans her it was. to win. She called so Donald Trump the next opinion. morning, and yeah. she conceded the election, Ted. I do think that he knows uh, that uh, he's an illegitimate president. Hillary Clinton didn't say whatever she didn't say.
to restate the perpetrator in this violent crime against Paul Pelosi is a mentally ill, drug-addicted, illegal alien nudist who takes hallucinogens and lives in a hippie school bus in Berkeley with a BLM banner and a pride flag out front. So take those uncontested facts and let them rattle around your brain for a moment until a recognizable pattern emerges. Sullivan with CNN. So Katie Hobbs's campaign headquarters was broken into earlier this week okay. and her campaign manager said in a statement uh, that it was she argued that the incident was a direct result of a concerted campaign of lies and intimidation by you and your allies. Do you have a response to that? That is absolutely absurd. And, and are you guys buying that? Are you really buying that? This just sounds like a Jesse Smollett part two. So you're going to drag the American people through something like this. Obviously, you don't want to cover the real story today, which we are 11 points up in the polls. And you want to distract the people with an old story. Uh, and I can't believe that she would blame my amazing people or blame me for something like that. I don't even know where her campaign office is. I'm assuming it's in a basement somewhere because that's where she's been campaigning. And you guys are despicable for falling into that trap. You drag the American people through so many BS stories like the Jesse Smollett, and you're letting a campaign who has been, a woman who's been running a terrible campaign, direct you to a story like this. You know that she's running a bad campaign. She's being attacked by her own party, and she's desperate. And so she's trying to point the finger at me. It's despicable, and it doesn't shock me because what we've seen from her is probably the worst campaigning in the history of campaigns. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off. I'm tired of now having had certain kinds of attitudes blocked and now they're back on. Yeah. And I just, I'm going to get out. And if it settles down and I feel more comfortable, yeah. maybe I'll come back. But as of tonight, I'm done. Bye, Felicia.
interesting, though, about the Ron DeSantis voters that you go from one end of the state to the other. And I know you were looking. You only found found Charlie Chris supporters at a Charlie Chris rally. It was really that difficult. Yeah, it was really that tough. At one point, I, I stood at a stop sign and flagged down every single car to ask the driver who they were supporting for governor. At another point, I went into a diner that wasn't even on our list. This was meal four of the day. Went to every yeah. table and couldn't find one. Please! Please! Now! I don't even know who you are. You only found Charlie Chris supporters at a Charlie Chris rally. Quite a few candidates for amen battle. Who, uh, which one stuck out to you? Well, I'm gonna. I'll jump in first. My son had told me about the NASCAR thing, and I, I, I didn't quite understand what he was talking about. He's like, yeah. Dad, it was unbelievable. It was just, it was, it was incredible. And I said, so he didn't win, but he had to get fifth place or whatever. He had to be one of five in order to continue on or whatever for you know the, the NASCAR uh, series. And he's like, Yeah. And he goes, you would not believe what he did. He said he just floored it, hit the wall, goes all the way around and, and makes it and, and does it. I just love the fact that this guy had the guts enough and it didn't look like he spun anybody else. It was like, nobody was going to be there. I'm just going to do it and live life wide open like that. That's that that took the cake for me. I, I loved it. You know, Vikings, I get it. That was great. Whole bunch of other amens out there, but I uh, I really enjoyed seeing that with my eyes uh, here for the first time on your amen. That was great, Don. Our our NASCAR aficionado, give us give us your take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you putting that in there. Yeah, that was. Uh, I am a, as these guys have learned through the days, ages that I have a have been a a little bit of a closet NASCAR fan, and uh, I uh, I fell in love with NASCAR back when Jeff Gordon was a. Uh, was running the track and uh and um and that was reminiscent to be of something uh old gordo would do and uh that was fantastic i, I would lo- i loved it i thought it was fan i thought it was just so cool to watch i thought that's that's the way you finish out that's the way you finish out yeah I, I, yeah i saw some uh some i guess i didn't even know this like 
you know, you can play like video games that are so realistic and people have these video games set up where you're actually sitting in a, mm-hmm. in a car and they had some people that were like really good video game players. And I think one even former like NASCAR driver and they tried to duplicate it and show how difficult it was. You talk about not wrecking Jeremy. Yeah, but, I, I mean, know. That's you have to saying. hit it like you, you have to hit off? it perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you hit it too angle? hard. You hit it too soft. Right. Like, yeah. It's it's a straight video game move that and and I should have put some more clips in because there's there's a cool like YouTube video that shows all the different pit crews and drivers communication on what just happened and it is hilarious <laughs> it is unbelievable like all the stuff all the stuff that they're doing um and just like it, <laughs> they're just losing their minds like what, sure. what just I, their their minds are just blown it's unbelievable. That's that's a straight boss move. Straight boss. Oh, yeah, it is. It is tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll carry Lake's 11-point lead in the polls. Didn't, uh, <laughs> I mean, I hope she hangs on, but good Lord. I, I certainly hope she wins. But, yeah, that uh, I love how she calls out the media. Obviously, her being a former you know, media uh, person, boy, she go, She just attacks. Just a, just a piranha. Uh, with them i i i got i got a kick out of her for sure yeah i'd like the uh tucker carlson i i think if i'm thinking about the amen battle uh, i'm thinking what can i stamp down and say it it is so and you've got all these narratives in the media and he's the only one who's going to say this is actually where this guy is from this is what his abode Hmm. looks like clearly it's not the picture of what everybody wants to paint this guy as uh, so I think I think that is my my pick for the night. I mean, if you had a category that we would review videos for uh, miracles do happen, I would pick the Vikings because I just <laughs> not I'm just not accustomed to them winning those types of games. Yeah, that's so, it. so when they won, what did you do? Were you watching the game? You know, yeah, I was I was watching the game and I. I guess I almost had to pinch myself because I kept, I was sending texts to people. I had, you know, some of you guys, we were on a text and uh, friends in Kansas city were, were texting me kind of cheering for, for me and our team, because this helps the chiefs, you know, if the bills yeah, lose right. the chiefs fans. And mm. um, I, I was just waiting at for anything to cause us to choke. It always does. It always causes us to choke. And I thought for sure that kicker is going to cost us again um because of that missed extra point but that that play where Allen fumbles and they tried to run a play out of the end zone I don't think I've ever seen that happen before would you would you have taken a safety and punted it what would you have done yeah no because in in hindsight uh, I I I mean there's 50 seconds left or something like that right so you still would have given Minnesota a chance but you're down what, what what were you down then were you down four Right. That, I think we were down four then, 27-23. Right. So they take a safety. So then, yeah, field goal could win the game. That's that's risky. Though you are punting with the – you're kicking off with the wind. Right. Because we had to fight the wind the whole time in the second half and in overtime. Yeah, I just Which wouldn't is, have quarterback sneaked it. I just wouldn't – I just wouldn't have had Allen do that. I would have had – I, I don't think – I don't I don't think he was trying to do that. I, I don't even know what he was doing. I think he just, he just lost the exchange from the center. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, but he might have Jeremy. He might have been trying to trying to sneak it or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah I it's it's. Uh, I mean, the <laughs> like we quarterback sneak it. One of the worst quarterback sneaks of all time. Like what? 
Cousins, the most Cousins. of all time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, it, it's funny. Cause on first down in that series, right. So we get down to the goal line, just, I mean, amazing drive. And then what Bradbury steps on cousins foot. Ingram, <laughs> your boy Ingram did oh, for the second time. Just classic Minnesota, right? We get yeah, down oh, there. We're about ready to dominate a game and now let's step on the guy's foot. What <laughs> yeah. are you doing? <laughs> and then we, then we handed to Dalvin for a four yard loss. It's like, yeah. just, just give him the ball. Just throw the ball to a pick six. So, so silly. Yeah. First and goal from the two, you're thinking hand off to Delvin, at least try it <laughs> twice. He's had a good game. Uh, no, we <laughs> backwards. Okay. Now Delvin backwards <laughs> probably had a penalty in there too, for, for all I can remember. It was just so much yep. chaos. And when it, when we're on the road and chaos happens, it's 99% of the time against us. And to see Jefferson, that, that was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. I mean, I, well, you know, you think about the Odell Beckham, one of the first to really, really get known for the one hand snag over the head. But what makes this more remarkable is there was a defender vying for the ball at the same time that had the ball. Yeah, yeah. literally had it coming down. Amazing. It's the closest thing I can liken it to. Do you remember that the New York Giants catch was that David Tyree, yep. like on the helmet and he had people around him, but no one was grabbing. No one had a, a hand on the ball. And right. Jefferson just had like that vice-like grip on it. Once he comes down, just wrestles it away and stands up. And you're just like, are you even human? Like, dude, you're an, you're straight alien, man. Like you're from another planet. That yeah. ain't right. Yeah. He, he, he was playing on a different level. And I wonder if it was because Diggs, who he replaced was on the other sideline. And that was a two minute warning fourth and 19. Yeah. Had to have it. Like there's no, there's no wiggle. Right. Right. There's nothing. Yeah. Similar, I think it was. Uh, a, I mean, I think it was a similar situation in that New York Giants game you mentioned. I think it was fourth and really long. You're right, and uh, Eli Manning, I think, escaped a sack or two. Right, if you remember, yeah. he kind of ducked out of one and right. rolled around and and then heaved that one up. So, uh, yeah, that's good living. Uh, I had to give uh, just another. I got to give Ted Cruz some props. I know he's not your favorite, Don, but uh, the fact that he willingly went on the View, which is just you know uh you talk about a cesspool but just going in there and just you know trying to battle it out and stuff like that give them props for that and challenging them uh back and forth. they weren't even making any sense <laughs> yep we can lie we can say it's we can say the the election stolen or illegitimate but you can't just ba basically validating this point like you guys you guys play by your own rules it's ridiculous what's the i don't know what the end whoopee she said, I don't know what the Antifa riots are. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> <That was just, laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 That was that was a remarkable exchange. And I, I liked, I don't know, are, when you put these together, Matt, are you the one that is able to control what the camera does? I've liked some of these up close shots of people's reactions. You can see Cruz like almost what? No, there. I mean, there, there's some great content creators on YouTube that, okay. that that do that do some of this stuff. So yeah, if they're, I'm, you know, I'd, I'd love to have the time to do that because I think that'd be a lot of fun. But there's some, there's some, some of my fave uh, creators are are helping put those things together. Okay, and I'm just pulling from them. Yeah, I I just want to piggyback on what you said about Carrie Lake, and she says she's up by 11 points. Okay. Currently, I think there's almost 90% of the vote counted. She's still down by 32,000 votes, roughly, give or take a few thousand. So I don't like I don't like the fact that she's saying this with such confidence. 
if it's really not reality. That bothers me. And that sounds a lot like Donald Trump. You know, it's almost like he can yeah. speak a new reality into existence. That so that this concerning. was, I mean, this clip was before the elections, right? So oh, well, just absolutely, yeah. But but she still says now, I'm going to absolutely win. Well, how do how yeah. does she know that? And at the same time, I, I don't like that, and I don't like what I'm seeing because it seems like every time we go into these de- delayed re- accounts for these elections. It all almost always favors the Democrats. Yeah, we so get wild. Th- this yeah. has to be resolved. Um, otherwise, this is just going to allow Carrie Lake and others. And I, I don't blame them. They're they're right to be really frustrated by what's going on. I don't I don't want to say it's shenanigans. I do want to trust the fact that those people who tally the votes are public servants. I do want to believe that. But it seems like every time we get these delays, we'll have a, re- a Republican looking good for a while. Um, like you saw in Nevada, which which was called yesterday against uh, Laxalt, and it just flips to the Democrats. Um, it's ah, I, I don't like either options. I guess at this point, yeah. I mean, sh- sh- the whole thing should never have come down. The the fact that you know we were all thinking you know red wave, red tsunami, and it's really turned. There's not even a red trickle. Like it's now a blue. Like we really failed in the midterms, which is just. <laughs> how do you not perform after following two years of this, this regime is, uh, is, is very disappointing, but hopefully it sets up a 2024, um, you know, candidate from the Republican party that can, you know, speak with a much clearer voice and one that can unite the party, not a, not, a, not a Trump. I, I do not want him to, I do not want him to at all get the nomination at all. He's, he's done some, a lot of good things, but uh, now he's just doing damage. Yeah, in my opinion. He's been he's been torching who this week? Does DeSantis a couple times? Candace yeah. Owens once. I don't know what the guy. I don't know what's wrong with the guy at this point. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's a little full of himself, I think, and can't. I mean, still still saying that he lost the election. Well, you know what? Even if even if or it was stolen from it, even if it was like that's still in the past it's not gonna you you scream it from the loud you know it's it's move forward buddy talk about what's really hurting america not stuff nobody wants to hear that anymore right and i i think that's probably the reason why the republicans didn't do as well as the midterms because fair or not fair that was a charge a lot of democrats were putting on these republican opponents they were election deniers so i think and then you got enough folks fired up about abortion and what happened with roe v wade which again i like what what don's friend steve dace has said recently that uh we we essentially have said we are totally cool with record inflation we don't mind the economy going up in flames as long as we can have child sacrifice um that's that's the bargain we're willing to make as a nation Mm. so that's tough yeah yeah crazy Don, did you have a pick on the amen battle? You've been looking very contemplative here recently. What's uh, what's what, what what's rattling around in your in your melon? Well, let's go, Blanket! Ah, I knew it was going to be that. <laughs> let's. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
done showing everybody what's up. Yes. The Vikes, man. You guys been waddling on and on and on. Oh, my <laughs> word. Are you guys Viking fans? Have you, you not seen the greatest game of all time? Come <laughs> on. My I word. Could, you I know how swore, long? Don, I could have sworn a year or two ago you gave up on football. Have I have watched an unbelievable unbelievable amount of vikings games in my day <laughs> i i too many too many hours have been consumed i do not <laughs> i do not ever mm. remember walking away from a game like that the way that just happened uh minnesota miracle minneapolis miracle yeah it was all right yeah. i mean yeah that was crazy <laughs> i mean it was it was amazing right that was I mean, pretty good that was pretty yeah, good yeah, that's, that's pretty good but 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 come on i mean it was unbelievable. I mean, we never win that game. You know how many times right? I had to turn yeah. that game off and then turn it back on again? I was just like trying to trying to figure out what I was doing. I mean, I couldn't get, I was like, is this really happening? Is this, I'm like, okay, I'll wait until this play. If this play doesn't work out, well, next thing you know, we're up three and we're, we're, and they're rolling down the, Buffalo's rolling down the field, and I yeah. know that. And I know that the only way, the only way, this ends well for the Vikings is if we get an interception. Only way, and sure enough, it happens. Come on, is this yeah, really right. happening? Really, is this happening? I could not believe it. I Don, was... you are speaking from some deep trauma that is just unearthing right now. Psychologists I... are looking at you, going, "You need to be in my office." <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Kramer days. I've been watching Tommy Kramer playing playing crazy ball and then just throwing it out to just turning ball, turning throwing interception after interception. I've sat through Steve Dills. I've thought I've I've done it all. I've done it all. And I I can't <laughs> even tell you how exciting that win was for today today. And um it's a it's a game changer for any Vikings fan who thinks that um, yeah, it's just one win. It's their eight and one. I get it. It's not like, but you can't tell me as a Vikings fan, you knew the script as soon as that that second half started. Right. You knew the right. script. We've, yeah, we've played that exactly. game before 100 times. No way we're coming back from that. And if we do come back with it, we just fall inches short like we did on fourth mm -hmm. and goal. And Kirk Cousins can't sneak the ball in from, from an inch out. Yeah, we're not going to reach over. We're just going to, you know, we're right. going to tuck. Right, tuck. hear me. Tuck it, man. Tuck. What are you doing? Tuck, turn, and fall backwards. I just couldn't believe it. And then, <laughs> Better. I mean, it was just, and then, yeah. I mean, it was, and, then, and then, did you see the, did you see that the Bills had 12 players on the field? I I, I didn't see it. I heard. Or, it went. I, yeah, or not. first yeah. and goal went on the five, you know, after Jefferson caught that pass on the two, they handed off to Delvin Cook in overtime at the at the two-yard line, and he loses three yards. Buffalo Bills had 12 players on the field. No really? call. Mm -hmm. No call. They wow. didn't review the call. They didn't review the call on the on the catch that didn't happen. That right. Ever that was crazy. That I could not believe. That. I could Did, not believe that. Like I mean, everything's we, reviewed. Right, with exactly. scrutiny today, and right. we're not going to review that. And it was clearly not, you know, caught. I mean, it was just he hit the ground. The ball hits that should have been incomplete. 
It was unbelievable. So, and so in in my question for you, in overtime, does does the coaches get an extra challenge? Did O'Connell have any chance to throw a red flag on that? No, no, in overtime, I don't think so, right? I mean, because I know it's no, the last two I, minutes, I it's every, all booth. Everything, reviewed. Is, everything booth is booth reviewed. reviewed. Yeah, after two minutes, yeah, and, overtime, and they should have. Wow, it's just yeah, it's yeah. They tried. They they tried to hose us. They tried. Yeah. Well, and it's not the fact that if they tried to hose us or not, it's the fact that we never win those games. Right. Yeah. We always let those situations get the best yep. of us, and and we just have to hang our hat on. Well, yeah, they didn't they didn't review that call. That's about right for the Vikings, right? It only happens in the Vikings, or it happens, you know. Um, and yeah, it's and and to, and and what I love the the most about that Jefferson catch was that he, after he caught that ball, he just walked. He just ran back to the huddle like he didn't. Yeah. I mean, understanding he saw he was it was it was he was you know, in the two minute drill or whatever, they were trying to run the play, but he, he just got up like, yeah, I've done this before. It was like, he hadn't, you know, how flex and everything like that and be like all, all crazy about it. And he just ran right back to the huddle. and was like, let's go to the next play. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was just yeah. stone cold right there. He should and have at least grittied back to the huddle, right? <laughs> exactly. And then when, oh, <laughs> uh, and then when they, when the, when the uh, announcers called Kurt Cousins, Kurt Thuggins, I was just about, I nearly fell off my chair laughing. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> Calling him Kirk Thuggins. And oh my word, I'm just loving the little dances he's doing with the chains and everything. <laughs> That's what all Twitter is asking for is after the game is what they're going to do. What's he going to do? Yeah. He's... I mean, it's just, it's just fantastic. I, and I love it. I love it. I loved every second of it. I no, no. I take that back. I hated almost every second of it, but thank God it turned out the way it did because it was. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Been... Even the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills tweet out at the end at the stop of that fourth down. They're like, fourth down, stop, down, game over. Yeah, <laughs> right. The Buffalo Bills Twitter feed oh, wow. sent that out. Said <laughs> game over after that fourth down stop. Interesting. And then, they, and then they fumbled the ball in the end zone, and then it's all oh, just it's cool. just. I saw a stat ESPN gives you, okay. They kind of give, you can follow at different parts of the game, you know, percentage of chance of winning after they made that stop on fourth down, granted they're backed up against their goal line, 99.1% chance that Buffalo wins wow. the game. Yeah. <laughs> Less than 1% chance that we win the game. And then we, yeah, and then we think we win. And then we, again, then we go to overtime because we can't, can't close a game out. And then I we almost, this. I saw on Twitter, yeah, I saw that the the, the stats on the, the percentages of winning the game, the, the bars are going all over the place at the end of that game. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Oh, it's just but you know, you know what's interesting though, Don, you hit the you hit this, you know, several times. You're like, you know, it never goes our way. It's true. But there are teams that win Super Bowls that are, you know, I mean, we'll pick on New England with Brady there, that they got to these situations and they won and they won and they won and they won. And it's just refreshing to know that that it happened and right, it right. it just gives all the momentum in the world to every single one of those players and those coaches fans no doubt i mean everybody who is a minnesota fan and even the minnesota fans that were there in the stands i don't know if you saw them but they were painting on them too they were absolutely like this cannot be happening and it it just went our way unreal unreal <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And Kirk Cousins was, I mean, his presser was like, you know, yeah, we'd love to win every game by going away. You know, we 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 would like that once in a while, but he's like, we're bat, you know, we're if anything, we're going through these. There's a silver lining in this all. We're battle tested type of getting that battle tested, you know, uh, experience in where we we've been down. We know we can come back. And he's like, hmm. that speaks volumes. Come come postseason. So 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. can somebody help me understand what brought the Bills back? We've got this prevent defense where apparently we've got four guys rushing seven guys 30 yards down the field. So we keep giving up these 15 yards. Yeah. It just lets them march. What is that all about? Yeah, can, I mean, there's got that can't happen. You've got to have some kids. Especially, we, especially we are trying to do what we've done great at and lose. Well, well especially yeah. when, the, when the other team, when the Buffalo, when Buffalo had zero timeouts, right? Yeah, I know. It drove me nuts. It's like, yeah, you get, right. You, you get everybody up on like a normal, I mean, I get it's the prevent defense, blah, 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 but you just yeah, but guard the sidelines. Yeah. Exactly. Let them yeah. dink it over the center and then just What's flood them. The right. I don't right. care, but yeah, there's just that, that's got to be relooked at. And, and I hope they do. Yeah. Especially when it happens twice in a row on the same play. Oh, Knox for 16. Oh, yeah. Knox. Yeah. Right. I, it's just like, you, you speak it, yeah, like Michael J. Fox. I've seen this one before. Like, wait, he just ran the play, defensive coordinator. What are you doing? Right. Just, it's like they're conceding overtime. Just as long they yeah overtime. Just as long as they don't get the ball over the you know the ball over the top for for a touchdown. So they get defense gets behind them, and then that, that there's no no going back from that one. So it's like yeah. yeah yeah, it makes you think during those times, like, is this like WWF wrestling? Like, is this yeah. scripted out? Like, what? Oh, so, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to score that much. I gotta gotta let you get down the field quick now. Like, guys, the purpose is to stop them, you know? Right. Do do something different. Like, yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, what a and I've been, yeah, I've been really uh calm, I would say cautious would be would be the word i use so guys at work are like hey you're seven and one man i'm not hearing you talking i said yeah i we haven't beat any really great teams i said let's go to buffalo and let's we get them got dallas then we got new england then we got the jets so get back to me in four weeks and i'll let you i'll let you know how i'm feeling now i I guarantee i'm gonna be sporting this at work tomorrow um (laughs) for sure but I, uh, I picked them I, in my in our pick them league. I mean, I picked the Vikings to win, but that was wow on the press. Whoa, that was, that was on the president that I thought Case Keenan was playing. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, there's no way they're rolling Josh Allen out there, right? Yeah, I was surprised. I was shocked that you know something that crazy on his elbow. You know, I mean, my, right? I would never throw my my franchise quarterback out there for one game that you know. I don't know. I just, I, I was just shocked that they sent him out there. And yeah, obviously yeah, he was fine. I mean, I, he, he didn't seem to show any ill effects. So. Matt, you just have to do the same thing Don did. Rip your shirt up and do the whole dunking <laughs> yeah, on the water work. down at work. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You, you know, he's going to do it. I mean, you just have to challenge him. He'll do it. My, right. my, my only, again, this is the, probably the, the Vikings thing in me about my trauma coming through now. Like, I'm just like, Oh man, are we are we peaking too early? Like it are only about a little over halfway through the season. Did we use our our you know our pixie dust too soon? The magic gone. Yeah, like be like the Yankees and all right, man, we're one of the greatest teams, and then just fizzle down the stretch. I you know, but yeah, yeah I, I, right now let's ride it while it's there. Like it's you know we we've got, been pretty healthy. We've been blessed with health. You know, Buffalo they weren't at full health today. I think they had some key defensive players out, and Allen was dealing with. He looked pretty good, but. Yeah, that's one thing about Kirk Thuggins. He's pretty reliable. He's never injured, is he? No. Well, he, uh, well it's he because lo- he tucks and goes backwards most times when it's in critical place. <laughs> yeah. Just reach out, get man. Hit. I'll just do this. <laughs> oh, man. What a special team. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. All righty. 
Well, good uh, good battles there. I'm going to turn it over to Don. Going to talk a little uh, midterm recap. Yeah, well, midterm recap. Yeah, I'm still... Yeah, I'm still reeling from the game here, so forgive me if I if I if I falter here. But um, I tell you what, after after Monday night, or I'm sorry, Tuesday Tuesday night, um, and waking up Wednesday, I was uh, I was expecting the worst. I just had a bad feeling about it, and mm. c- certainly enough, I mean, uh, the red wave we didn't really see. You know, I, I know like Matt, you wrote you t- t- texted out of the red ripple. Um, and you, you could argue that it's not even a red ripple anymore. I don't know. It's, right. it's, it's, uh, it's a very, uh, very, uh, interesting situation we find our nation in at this point in time. Hmm. And I do believe, and after, after, after Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, I was just like, I was just so done. I was like, I can't, I can't look at any more politics. I can't deal with it. I, it just gets me upset. But then I was like, I was realizing that we live in a fallen world. We live in a world where, like you said earlier about what was on that ballot, and that was, you know, killing babies, basically, right? I mean, in Minnesota, that's what the Democrats ran on. They ran on abortion, um, and that's that's all they ran on here. That's mm. all we ever heard about was how abortion was going to be taken away from us. And and that's all they ran on. And I was realizing that, you know what, this world is, and I'm not, I hate to even go there, but because, because they didn't vote the way they, the, the, the way I did that, that, you know, they're, they're a bunch of sinful creatures and all destined for hell. But, but I'm not going that way. I'm just saying that we live in a fallen world and, what we're seeing, what we're putting our faith in is not going to, um, it, the, the, the officials that we elect are not going to change this. They are not going to change the system. They are not going to put us, pull us out of this horrendous, vile, uh, anti-post-truth world that we're living through right now. And the only way that we can and overcome this is if we, as as Christians band together, if we as 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 a church start realizing that you know what, what's going on outside our doors, what's going on outside in our in our um, city council meetings, what's happening in our school boards in a, across the nation, this is something that the Bible told us was going to happen. This is something that the Bible said: prepare for this and know how to handle it. And know what to do in these situations. And that's where we're at in this point. This is the reason why I feel that our churches are, have let us down. They're not going, they're not talking about the basics. I mean, they're not talking fundamentals of, of, of morality. We're not talking about um, abortion. We're not talking about marriage. We're not talking about gender and, and things like that. Just normal things that just Genesis 1, you know, Genesis one stop here. I mean, it, it's and it, the more we ignore it, the more we don't want to be pull ourselves into it. The more we don't want to be divisive, then the more this is going to continue to go on, and we've got a serious problem. And until the church starts realizing that, until the church starts uh, speaking from the podium, uh, what uh, and proclaiming truth, we're just going to continue to be in this cycle. I saw this 
really interesting. Uh, Desiring God, uh, Piper and MacArthur on the same stage together talking. Mm. And, uh, and um, it was a, a interesting, very, very, very interesting uh, little platform. They had a little panel discussion they had about um, uh, the church and its role and responsibility. And uh, I challenge you guys to go out and take a look at it. MacArthur, you know, um, said some good things. Uh, Piper, I'll give it to him. He's, he said some few, a few good things as well. So, um, but it was an interesting, interesting perspective and dynamic between those two men um, who've, who've seen a lot of things. And um, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious to hear what you guys have to think as far as, as um, you know, I know that, Matt, your outcome was a little different in your state, and Jeremy, I know in your state, I think still things are 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 in the works. And and when we talked about you know Arizona and what's going on there, yeah, you're you're you're, you're spot on, Ryan. The more this goes on, the more the the longer this gets drawn out, the more chance of of shenanigans happening, uh, whether we want to admit to that or not. So, what do you guys think? Yeah, that, let me just make a comment quick about your your statement about the church and pastors and just teaching truth. Do you do you think that we are essentially kind of shaded woke in a way where we just we're we're too nervous about touching those issues, and so as pastors oh, we just kind of we shade away from that. Absolutely, because I I think that's it. I honestly do. I think we're just not willing to step on toes anymore because of the persecution and the things that are going to come back and i at some point i i i agree i think we have to shed that and just go after the truth and that's that's hard to do it's really hard to do because you're balancing you know you don't want to lose people in your church you've got all these different views and you maybe haven't you know taught you know specific truth for a long time and then to go back to square one that's going to rock some people because all of a sudden your philosophy as a church just changed and, you know, people might not be on board. It takes a long time to turn a big ship. Uh, you can't just, you can't just U-turn that real quick. Um, anyway, let me, I, I, let me, I've let had me, that thought too. Let me, let me say this. And, and I, and I don't know, is this maybe a two over the top, but if you're, if you don't know, or if you think you know what your church stand is on, abortion, gay marriage, gender transitioning. If you think you know what your church's stand on is that, then you're in the wrong church. If you don't know for a fact that they are against those things, you got you've got to find a new church. That's well said. I agree. That's an that's an amen. That should be in the amen battle right there. That's that's very well said. And I think that's a that's biblical. We we have to stand by the Bible is our truth, you know, bar none. It's, it's, it's the inerrant word of God and it is true and it is believable 100%. Uh, I agree. I, you know, I was disappointed too um, with, with that. And I'm just going to bring up our former guest, Jelaine Appling, who said that elections have consequences. And I don't know that we know yet what those consequences are going to be. Yeah, we're going to find out. Um, and is there enough of a base left to rise up and to combat that? And are we going to be able to, you know, communicate that those messages of look, if we don't, if we don't vote in conservative ways for conservative laws for truth based, um, you know, 
legislation, we can't be sorry because, you know, it just happened to us. It, we can prevent these things. We can prevent it. And so we, we've got, yeah, we've got to dig in. I was, I was disappointed. I really was. Hmm. So what happened in Ohio, Matt? Well, we, 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 we did what we planned to do. We, we stayed red. So our, our governor race wasn't, wasn't really much of a, much of a race. There wasn't, that was never really up for contention, but uh, the battle between JD Vance and tax and Tim Ryan um, was kind of went down to the wire. And um, you know, though JD Vance was doing pretty good in the polls, it was still, you know, as we found out the polls, that typically are skewed for Democrats uh, appear to be this time around skewed for Republicans. And, um, and uh, I think Ohio came out, Ohio is, is not a blue, not a purple. Uh, it's a, it's a red state. Um, and obviously you've got your pockets like up in you know, Cleveland, the Cuyahoga County is very blue and in Columbus, very blue, but um, kind of like, if you look at the map, I know Fox news has got the map. It's, it's just amazing how, now, granted, it's not all population based, but most of the United, the contiguous United States, uh, is red. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pockets where you have the urban centers, which is blue. And I think um, I was just talking to one of my daughters who's taken like a humanities course, and they were talking about justice and government. And uh, the one verse that comes to mind, and I think it's in Jeremiah, when uh, when the people of Israel were in. Um, bondage they were taken out of Israel they were and I can't remember which uh, you know which which uh, country had them but yeah you know, one of Jeremiah's or God's teaching through Jeremiah was seek the peace of the city and and and, and that was given to Israel when they were not in their home country <laughs> and so I think there's lessons to be learned there like what is what does seek the peace of the city mean like we we that that cannot be a passive thing I think we we think is you know I think it's even back in like 20, 2020 where, oh, oh, we got the, this big silent majority is going to come on out and vote. If you're silent, you, you're not, you're not even on the team. Like if you're silent, don't, I can't count on you to come vote. I can't count on you to, to stand up where we're on things you need to stand up. So forget the silent nonsense. Like you're either, you know, kind of like now what you're saying, you're either like outspoken and know what's going on in your church, in your community, um, or, don't don't pretend because you're not you know if you're not active then you are really against and that that's kind of what it comes down to neutrality is not an option at this point it is not Hmm. an option Hmm. all right ryan so are you planning on on moving out of minnesota anytime soon are you gonna stick it out here with the uh the near the wells Good question. Uh, I don't. I don't really have a desire to go through the home buying process right now with mortgage rates continuing to skyrocket. Um, but I, I do think, I think wisdom um, might dictate that um, if you think there is a right way versus a wrong way, and you've got freedom to move, uh, you might want to choose a state that is doing things more the right way. Um, I, I don't, I will, we'll get more to this, I suppose, in the fix your eye segment, but um, yeah, Don, I, you, you on this group, you and I both live in Minnesota and t- to me, Tim Walls, all right. Yeah. He's, he's kind of that teacher who can 
connect with rural Minnesotans and certainly because he's a Democrat, he's going to pull in all the big city votes. I, I understand that, but man, I really thought in 2020, um, he disqualified himself by shutting down so many Minnesota businesses at the front end of COVID. I mean, we've got just within this group, we've got different approaches to COVID, but, um, to me, I, I really, I didn't understand that um, for so long. Once we kind of knew a little bit more about the, the virus, it seemed to make a lot of sense to let people earn a living. And, and to me, I thought that was a disqualifier. And then when he just let, he and uh, Mayor Fry let that precinct burn down uh, mm. there in Minneapolis, and then the whole country erupts in flames because they're motivated by that, that should have been a disqualifier. But it's, it's just really disheartening to see so many of the people I live, and again, Minnesota nice is a thing, a lot of nice people in this state, and I've got a special place in my heart because I was born and raised here, um, but if you've got the ability and you see disaster coming, will it mean more police retire, uh, leave their jobs, more chaos in the streets? I, I hope not. I mean, you've, you've alluded to that even recently, Don, in the Twin Cities, what you've seen around more. Um, so why why would i do that if i think my family is less safe in a state you know yeah so is this setting up for a, a potential civil war again at some point everybody moves to their corner that of, of the uh, u.s that they like the red state the blue state is is this is is this mm. what a unintended consequence is going to be you know my mind goes there uh sometimes and as I look at that map, Matt, I think you mentioned it, you know, you look at the contiguous counties and you look at the red that's there and strongly there, you know, I mean, okay, you do have battles and whatever, but I mean, the red that's there is, is undeniable geographically speaking, that is overwhelming. And, and in my mind, it just shows maybe what's been alluded to here a little bit is that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of this earth that are far beyond what we can even imagine. And I believe that literally the battle that Satan wages through humans, through people, is, is it seems like is making some really great headway to the point where maybe conservatives don't get what they want. And we are going to have to go through some you know, tribulation. And Don, I think you're spot on when you said, this is what the Bible is setting us up for. We know that it's going to come down to nothing is good, nothing is right. And then it's going to set up the stage for uh, the, the Antichrist, who's going to come in and have all the answers. And everybody is going to be convinced of this, except for a few. And that just means Jesus is coming back, I think, you know, quick. However, in the, in the middle of it, you know, you just, you, I've got this sick feeling. It, it's, it's, it's sad. And really, to be on, to dead honest with you guys, the sick feeling I have isn't necessarily for me. At my age, at my stage of life, it's not for me. It's for my kids. I'm looking at that going, they are going to have a horrible status to start with you know when we were young conservative views the homosexuality movement the transgender movement any of those things i didn't even hardly hear about when i was a kid today hmm. our kids that's all they know you talk about a standard and a level of of where they're starting and where they're going to go from there 
my my heart just breaks for them and i i i am honestly i'm sick uh, because i know that they are going to have to fight even more intense battles than we are and they the p- persecution that will come with that if in fact our kids do choose to follow christ and follow him you know with reckless abandon uh, is going to be terrific it really is and close to close the segment up and uh close the segment up i was at uh, went to church this morning uh, my wife and I went, uh, went to church and we had a guest speaker. Uh, well, he's not a, really a guest speaker, but he's part of our, our uh, preaching team. He's a, uh, he has a, we partner with a church in Nigeria and he was, uh, he was, he was there today and uh, man, he hit it spot on. He, and he coming from Nigeria, of course, he's seen his, his, uh, his share of trouble. And, uh, um, he his message to the congregation, uh, to the church today uh, this morning was to be grateful, <laughs> and to be grateful we live in the greatest country in the world. People are pouring into this country because they want to be here. People would give anything to come to this country to be here and live, and we still are very much a part of that conversation of us as a destination to, to live. And we still have to t- remember that we are, we are still one of the greatest countries in the world. And we don't have to worry about going to church with a gun pointed at our face, asking us, where are you going? You know, when we go to church, we don't have to bribe, bribe our, our police officers just to travel, travel across state lines. Right. Um, you know, it's, we live still in the greatest country in the world and we've got to relay that to our to our kids and uh relay that to to those around us that 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 want to see christ um through us because um because there's there's no point in 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 crying and 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 uh, mourning a loss in an election when when we can't even take um and we can't even take seriously what christ has, has given us i mean aside from salvation just think of it salvation is amazing enough but here we are we wake up every morning in a country where we're assured we're going to wake up tomorrow probably we're, we're all pretty assured we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and go to our jobs it's, it's pretty safe to say we're all going to do that right <laughs> they can't say that in every country and here we are complaining about elections complaining about um you know whether or not um, the, the the vote count is 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 uh, legit or not, um, you know it was it was just a spot on message that needed to be heard, and uh, mm. I'm very thankful for it. Mm. Oh, good stuff! A lot of lot of lot of things to consider, a lot of things to think about. So, think this time we're going to uh, turn it back over to Ryan and uh, a little truth and tunes trivia. Okay, we all ready. Why not? That's the spirit. We've got four questions tonight, and I have got uh, at least one special one queued up for my friend Don because I, <laughs> I kind of want him to pull off a victory here tonight. But um, we'll see what happens. I think so, most of the mix fans would love to see that too. Uh, right, right. Uh, they like they like balanced podcasts, yeah. right? Balanced. I guess Southern gospel questions are are about right. to about to be had. Uh, possibly 
possibly. <laughs> All right. So I've got four questions tonight. Uh, the first two are uh, related to actually the first three are all truth related and then the fourth one will be tunes related hmm. so that not a perfect balance but hey we'll give it a shot so i guess maestro we can play tunes for the first three and that shouldn't disrupt any uh synapses from being confused here question number one this is how many words are found in the king james version bible so i'm gonna how many how many well, words are in the King James Version Bible? So I'm going to give everybody a guess here on this one. All right. So choice. Nope, not multiple choice. Jeremy, you start it. Closest wins. Ha, ha, like total words from Genesis to Revelation. What? <laughs> what you got, Jeremy? You got you got you got an idea? Uh I even gave you the version. Uh, well, thanks. That clears it right up. Yeah, that, that man. That. I've got my water bottle ready to celebrate by dumping because I've got this down. A hundred thousand. I don't know. Hey, we got an answer on the board. Matthew, you're up next. <laughs> this is so stupid. This Keep is the up. dumbest thing. How stupid is that? That's not a number. In the Homer, in the Iliad and the Odyssey, how many? Uh, uh, 198,271. All right. Thank you. And we'll finish up with Don. I'm going to say, well, I think there's way more than that, so I'll say 200,000. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be more than that. 200,000. All right. Nice job, gentlemen. We've got some good guesses out there. And the winner is Don. Don. Yeah. In the King James Bible, there are 783,137 words. Brilliant. I was going to go towards more towards a billion, but I was like, ah, oh, that's a lot. But uh, wow. Yeah I, yeah. I just, I couldn't. I, <laughs> yep. I know. But uh, we hope this is also a learning opportunity for people so that they know good, yeah. good facts. Yeah. Great. Yeah, with great. Facts that will change the course of, of, of my future. And just amazing truth. Thank you. What a, <laughs> well passion of edification you are well I, I thought it was kind of interesting so i just out of curiosity i tried to look up um what don's version the message bible had to have for a for a count but i, I they didn't even give me a count on words from the message bible the the, the niv on the other hand get this the niv has uh 56,000 almost 56,000 less words in its version what is it what is that all about huh that's no, right. no, it's, it's, a, it's a very a readable version. version yeah it's a very yeah, good version a little too choppy choppy for me no niv smooth brother esv Ass. and NAS, nasb are all wooden they're good but they're kind of wooden niv boy you flow through that especially the psalms man give, give me the 1984 niv i don't like this 2011 niv give me the old school 84 niv the psalms and i'm Put me out to pasture i'm good i yeah, like the 2011 it, man it's good stuff apparently missing half the bible too reading the niv so no nope, no nope, just simpler half the bible jots and tittles jots and tittles all right moving no, on it's all fine you can mock the question but donnie g on the board with one yep not Gosh. the question i was hoping to get my <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right question all right. number two cue it up 
This disciple of Christ is believed mm. by some, including the series The Chosen, to have been connected to a sect of Jews interesting or interested in overthrowing Rome. Don. Don. Uh, we're going to say uh, Peter. Uh, incorrect. Good guess. Uh, but uh, incorrect. Jer Jeremy or Matt, do you have a guess? Um, Matt. Yes, Matt. Uh, who is Thomas? Hmm. Um, good guess, but incorrect. All right, one in ten shot. That well, was going to be my guess, but I, I, I don't know. Judas. Who is Judas? Okay, uh, good try, all three of you, but um, Don was the closest. It was actually the other Simon, Simon the Zealot. Oh, I, it's funny, that came to mind, but I'm like, I, I honestly, just to be very candid with you, I was like, I didn't know if he was a disciple. <laughs> so, well, you're reading the NIV, so clearly, it makes total yeah. sense. It took the Zealot part out. I just know it was Simon. <laughs> I didn't want to, I don't, I don't want to look foolish, but I should have gone on my gut. Dang it. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. All right. So, right. so that was, that was tr truth that we're supposed to know that one of the disciples was supposed to supposedly go overthrow Rome. That's yeah. what you're telling us. Hey, that's that, what, was that's that in second Maccabees. That's second Maccabees there, Jeremy. Did Joseph, did you read yeah. that from Josephus? Or I, I watched right? the chosen. Yeah. Oh, or the, or the, the chosen. chosen. Because that's better than the NIV. Oh, awesome. How many, how many just, words in that movie there, Ryan? Seriously, what are the I haven't Googled it yet. words? <laughs> I have to call my buddy Dallas and see if he can tell me. Maybe he knows. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh. All right. Well, Jeremy, we're still in play. There's still two yeah, left. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're still good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. This is better than the Vikings game. Oh, All right. I doubt it. <laughs> Question three, still truth related. And I don't want any follow-up questions saying, hey, this isn't said in the Bible, but this is connected to the Bible still. Okay. So. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Q3. This Harris is Jeremy. 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 Yes. Harris Jeremy. Alert. Jeremy. Alert. Who who is Joel Osteen? <laughs> brilliant okay, this, is got it. this brilliant. is great don don is cruising to victory no it is not joel osteen all right <laughs> so i'm he ready for the, the question he may read the he may read the message bible he said semi-connected to the bible matt <laughs> matt <laughs> who is who is creflo dollar <laughs> what is that i don't even know what that is Oh Dang. man, I we may not have to get the question for Creflo Dollar. Is? Well, I do. Yeah, oh. he's he's oh he's a special. He's a brother from another mother. <laughs> that's for sure. With the name that flows. Yeah. Okay, right, Don. Give us a question. Let's question go. three yeah, for question. Don. Oh, this... come on. We're all in it. Come on. We're just joking around. Okay. This Bring is it. the Roman emperor believed to have killed Peter and Paul. Matt, Matt, I, who is Nero? That is correct. It is Nero. Sweet. Well done. <laughs>
Again, right. you won't find that name in the Bible, but these were apostles who were killed within probably three years or so of each other in the 60s mm. when Nero was uh, the brutal emperor uh, of yeah. that empire. Okay, you can see two of my questions were kind of biblical, kind of political since we're in that season of elections. So mm -hmm. um, we'll finish up with question four here. And this one will, well, yeah, you can play music or not. It won't be, there will be no lyrics involved, but it is, it oh. is related. Sorry. Okay. okay. This man was the longest serving base of the cathedrals. <laughs> Come on, Don, I, te I teed it up for you. Are you not going to chime Don. in? <laughs> Don. Don. <laughs> right, go ahead. Ryan heard him. Don. Don? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Don. <laughs> go ahead, Don. <laughs> you know, I was just I just threw in a cathedral CD into the into the CD player of my car like two days ago. Huh? And uh and it was like an old old uh old hand me down or you know, I tried to was one of those ones I tried to I tried to create myself and the CD reader couldn't even read it because it was probably in some crazy format. Um, and I heard that old man's voice and I sat there driving. And I was like, I can't think of that stupid fool's name. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wow. Are you serious? No, you no, you've got to be kidding. Well, Ryan, Ryan has disappeared. DeSantis Ryan, and Reagan are just gonna have to finish this out. Ryan, give him a <laughs> give him a countdown. Like literally, he's no gotta remember. Way. Like you just seriously. recently listened to your favorite group and you're calling your guy, your hero, the old fool's name. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's I can picture Jans. it. George Jans. Jans. There you go. I knew it was George. I couldn't but remember his took, last name. It took me a while. I was driving for a while trying to remember oh, that guy. Oh my goodness. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> You're like, I love this voice, man. Who is this guy? Oh, I, I used to love him and I'd be in the front row for his concerts, but <laughs> classic. Well, we tell hey tell me champions of love champion with love was on that <laughs> i didn't get through the cd i couldn't get i couldn't get oh so you don't know yet all right oh yeah i was like for some reason i had uh that that oh man i can't even remember anybody's name anymore glenn payne uh, glenn, glenn payne glenn, was the lead no. on champion of love no yeah glenn yeah payne, no, right no, no. um who's the big guy who's the big not uh, not uh, you're talking about ernie haas no, er, ernie no no not not doesn't sing for the cathedrals who's the guy the main writer guy Gaither. Um, yeah oh Gaither. bill Gaither. Gaither. yeah worst bass of all time yeah worst bass of all time for some <laughs> reason i had his song one of his songs on there oh, oh man did, did he talk like. through it all yeah pretty much yeah. i mean yeah did he talk in my childhood so far, <laughs> I get homesick. The longer <laughs> I go, yeah. What a waste! Just, what a waste! Uh, hey, he's got man. some really nice teeth, though. Let me tell you. Every time wow. I see you, every time I see that guy smile, he's got some nice pearlies. Amen. How old is he? Amen. How old is he? Is he in the eighties? Eighties, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, might be. Might be mid eighties at this point. I think so. 
Mm. Well, way to go, Don. You, you did it. You made us all proud. And I just, you just lost me when you told that story about just trying to think of this guy's name the other day. I, I, I was starting to lose hope that we had to go to a tiebreaker here. Seriously, I was, I was ready to win. I, I, you had I was it, like, you knew it, Matt. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. How can you, how can you forget that name? Man, Don, you're getting old, buddy. I am. I am. Get, don't they got like gel or like shark, like a cartilage you can take to help with your memory or something like that? Like something. They've got a COVID shot that'll help. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That, that makes everything clear. <laughs> Just try all. You're good. Get your soda for free at least, but all right. All right. I think we're uh, shooting it over to Jeremy for uh, calling your shot. Calling your shot this time. We're going to talk about NFL, and we have yet to name our uh, our pick for this the Super Bowl. And wow. so we're going to go around. We are going to we're going to try it out. Now, remind you that remind you, I have two victories in this column mm-hmm. uh, for the last two years that I have called, and and that was before the season even started. So I already know I'm at a disadvantage because the season has started. But I've I've got one that I think will shock you guys. I think, and um, anyway, so we're going to do calling your shot, and then whether or not Don's going to get the um, flu shot next year, and that'll just be a thumbs up or thumbs down. All mm-hmm. right, so mm-hmm. make your make your call your shot for the NFL team, and then a thumbs up or thumbs down for for uh, Don's play next year. All right, so on my screen, I see I see Matt first, then I'm going to go over to Ryan, and then up to Don, and then I'll finish. Well, like I mentioned, I've been pretty cautious about getting too excited about the Vikings before the season. Uh, I was telling, you know, my, my folks down here in Cleveland, um, I'm excited about the year, but this is not the year we're going to do it. Um, but wow. Uh, Don excitement has got me back <laughs> leading the bandwagon. It's going to be the Minnesota Vikings and I'm going to be a sobbing, ball of tears if that ever happens uh i'm gonna go minnesota vikings there there's the you know just watching the pirates of the caribbean movie a touch of destiny it's a touch of destiny about them (laughs) and uh hey today was a part of that for sure yeah boy and again if it's you know if this if it's just this game but uh yeah there's something kind of special about this team and i don't you know i still think it's fairly early for for them to come in but uh O'Donnell's got some magic. They get they get some chemistry going, and that uh that can bode pretty well uh down the stretch. So I hope to see it going. Uh, I'm picking Minnesota and uh Minnesota up or down. Oh, we got an up. We got a and, thumbs yeah. up. Yep. Ryan, it's all you, Ryan. Tell us what tell us what you got. Sorry, Matt, didn't mean to cut you off. No, good. Yeah, so I I would love to have Matt's confidence in this team, but I still know my team. Um and I know where we've already been shellacked, and that was in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, earlier this year. And that team, last I checked, is still undefeated. Um, their quarterback is um, my fantasy quarterback in both leagues, so I'm going to stick with my guy, Jalen Hurts. I will say the Philadelphia Eagles, with a great offense and a great defense, will win. I don't even know if Minnesota is going to make it. They, they may have home field advantage for a while. I don't even know if they could get past the San Francisco, to be honest with you. But Philadelphia defeats Kansas City in the next Super Bowl is my prediction. Hmm. Wow. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Dunn's, Dunn's flu vaccine? 
Oh, for Don's flu vaccine next year. Um, yeah. Well, since he forgot the name of George Younce, I'm going to say he's going to forget <laughs> that he made this commitment and I'm going to say he's going to get it. Yeah, solid. <laughs> well, well played. All right, Don. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was the question again? No, I'm the, the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What are, what are we talking about? Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna roll 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 the Homer Homer uh, Homer Hanky with yes, uh, finally, and uh, somebody picking, with me. Yeah, I'm picking the Vikings. I think I think that you know what there was a, that sneaky that sneaky pickup of Big Hawk T.J. Hawkinson. At yeah. CNN. Is a, Good. is a big, big move for them. And I think that will pay dividends as the weeks go on. And I think that's uh, that's a big pick. I, I, Yeah, I agree. I think Philadelphia is the team to beat. Um, But uh, I think that they are, they are, their time is running out on, on that, on that club. I think they're just, they're, they're, they're headed for some, uh, for some for some tough times coming up in the injury department and i think that's gonna that's gonna bite them mm. uh no i do i'm a little nervous about san francisco i think they are probably one of the more complete teams defense offense um i mean their offense isn't just crazy spectacular but they're just solid they just seem solid yeah. jimmy g i mean for <laughs> that injury that the injury for who's their who's their starter at the beginning of the year what was that guy's name was Trey, it Lance. The, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a blessing in disguise for them because he was just sure. ready to take that team. And I think Jimmy G, I don't think he's a Super Bowl uh winning quarterback. Uh, but he is he knows how to run the car. So I think that's all they need. But um I just don't think they have it all. I think it'll be between Philadelphia and and uh and San Francisco and the Vikings in the in in the mix there at the end. I think the Vikings will prevail. Wow. All right. So, well, that's, that's a, uh, <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> and no. Yeah. Don, I'm with you. I think you're going to hold out on this one. I think you are absolutely hot about anything that is a vaccine that's going into your body. And I don't think you're ever going to take anything. Even if you're having an IV, you're going to refuse it <laughs> because saline is just no go. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm not taking anything. All right. So there's my prediction there. I am thinking a little bit outside the box. And to be honest with you, I had this pick before the season started. So I'm not going with what is currently happening. I'm going all the way back, okay? Probably laughable, but maybe not so much right now. The Miami Dolphins. The hmm. Miami Dolphins. Call me crazy, but they've been playing well. And I, I thought, okay, what team? What team? And maybe not even on paper did it make sense. But some of the sources that I had talked to a little bit and got some scuttlebutt from had convinced me that maybe that would be a uh, outside sleeper pick. So I'm going to stay with it, going with the Miami Dolphins. Huh. So that rounds us out. Matt and Don with the Minnesota Vikings. We've got Philly over there with uh, Ryan and the Dolphins. And maybe if I win three in a row, I would get sent by you three to Florida. Just to hang out. Is, is that is? what is this guy? Who is this guy? Yeah, right. Guy too right. He's thinking he's like parlaying two. six in the mix picks into a Super Bowl trip. Jimmy, <laughs> the, Jimmy the Greek over there. Is it? Hey. Where is? 
where's the Super Bowl this year? Is it in Florida? Is it in Miami? Where's it at? I don't even know where the Super Bowl is at this year. Honestly, I don't know. Is it actually in Vegas? It might be in Vegas. I don't know. Couldn't be. I've got no idea where it's at. I think you're right, Don. I think I did hear that it was in Vegas. Yeah, I I don't remember. That would be kind of cool. No one's going to die there. No one's going to die that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) We got to take a a pick of who's going to die that weekend. (laughs) Or or, yeah, or at least get into some trouble uh, the week of. Yeah, seriously. Jeremy, that would be great. I mean, especially if the Vikings did somehow make it. So I don't know if you all knew this. I was a Dolphins fan growing up. You've heard me tell you, my brother assigned me other teams. And Oh, yeah, we know. We they, know. they only had Marino and a couple of good receivers, and they were always a letdown for me. But that would be kind of neat if my two teams um, – ended up meeting in the Super Bowl, but you're right. Their offense is, is cooking right now. So. Hey, I will tell you this. If, if Minnesota gets in and we are in the Super Bowl, I'm coming to Minnesota to watch the game with one of you two or both of you. We are going to make that happen. I, I give you my word there. That is going to happen because okay. I can't watch. I cannot watch the game around here. I, I have to go to <laughs> the state that it's in. I just can't do it. Okay. We might burn down the city. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, how, how do you decide? That could be. How, how do you decide which house to go to? Like, if you go to Don's, you could get shot. You can come here, but there's a COVID passport you'll need. So, <laughs> yeah, I got a good, I got a good drug dealer, two good drug dealers down the road. So, <laughs> you guess we're going to Ben's, Boris and Eugene. <laughs> yeah, Boris, help us out. <laughs> All righty, well been a been a festive uh festive time actually this will be the this will be a, a podcast uh coming out i suppose just before thanksgiving it'll probably come out this week yeah so uh, happy thanksgiving to everybody as you're probably hearing this um but uh, i'm gonna turn it over to ryan to close us out and fix your eyes yeah thanks so i just wanted to i i prepared this challenge i guess before the midterm elections took place we've been thinking about politics elections government all that fun stuff. Um, And so my mind goes to Romans 13, which I believe was also a recent question on a Truth and Tunes uh, trivia segment. So I I just wanted to read through this and hopefully it's an encouragement to you all just share a couple of quick quick points I, I jotted down from this passage. So Romans 13 says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities for there's no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. And then uh, he talks a little bit for the next few verses about how does love uh, get fulfilled in our lives as believers. And then in verse 14, uh, Paul writes this, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify desires. 
So just a couple of quick thoughts here. This, uh, this will not be lengthy at all. I want to make this as succinct as I can. So the first one, there's a prevailing truth here in Romans 13, and that is that uh, regarding political authority, that God is still sovereign and is responsible for our governing authorities, whether it's the ones we vote for or the ones we don't vote for. So it would be true for a red tsunami. It would be true for a blue tsunami. And I, I take I take solace in that, knowing that God is the one who ultimately has put these people in the positions where they are right now. And uh, so I can rest easy. I don't have to lose sleep because of that. Number two, there's also a warning in this passage. It says, if we resist the authority of the government, we, we ourselves will incur judgment. And um, obviously, we know there's a situation in scripture that if it comes down to following God's will versus what the government is telling us to do, we are told to obey God rather than men. But for the positions of authority God has instituted, uh, it is our job uh, not to resist them. And I think, Matt, you mentioned this earlier. I, I believe we are to be known as peacemakers where we are in the land as best as we possibly can. Uh, so uh, we've got the prevailing truth. We've got a warning. Number three, we've got the first of two charges I see, and that is to honor God so that we can live a life of faith and not fear. Um, evildoers who do not face justice from government authorities, which is what I referred to earlier with Tim Walls back in 2020, and we've seen all over the place, they will ultimately face God's wrath. We've seen in multiple scripture locations that vengeance belongs to God. He is the ultimate arbiter of justice, and we, we should really uh, co take comfort in that. We, we clearly see a mockery of justice from human beings, but we know the one who is the just one, the, the true giver of justice, the true dealer of justice. And so I'm, I'm grateful that I can go to bed at night knowing that truth. The second charge here that I see is as Christians in the United States in 2022, we do have a role. And I, I kind of skipped over that passage, but between verses 7 and 14, we must be the ones who show love and put on the Lord Jesus, as it says in verse 14, even in these quarrelsome and dark days. So we need to be the ones that exemplify love. And then I, I kind of ask myself the question, what does it mean to put on the Lord Jesus? It doesn't really go into detail. But if you go back to chapter 12, uh, right before chapter 13, and take a look at the context of this, I think a lot of what is shared in chapter 12 is putting on the Lord Jesus. So I'm just going to read a couple of verses and then I'll be done. And my challenge for you guys, for any listeners, listen to this list and see, are there two or three of these, these characteristics um, that would be a challenge to you uh, to help you put on the Lord Jesus in a, in a greater way? So in verse 11, it says this, this is from chapter 12. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. So let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. And I apologize. I just read from 13 and I want to read from, I'm sorry, chapter 13. I want to read from chapter 12. So verse five from chapter 12 says this, this, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. And again, what is this? this I think this is what Jesus looks like. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. 
live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil. Give thought to do what is honorable in sight of all. And here's another echo of what we've already said. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So <clears throat> interesting enough, chapter 13, which I started off reading, says put on the Lord Jesus. And when I say, what does that look like? You just go back to chapter 12, and I read through this list, and I see the Lord Jesus Christ uh, really defined clearly throughout this whole list. And so that's my challenge for us, for for the listeners, is can we, even in these days of chaos, uh, the election didn't go our way, can we seek to put on the Lord Jesus in our life? So I just want to share that with you all. That will preach. That is a wrap on the spirited episode 57 on this, the 13th day of November, year of our Lord, 2022. This was Six in the Mix, talking faith, family, sports, and politics. Find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. Review us and leave a comment. Visit our Facebook page at Six in the Mix Podcast and comment on what topics you'd like us to discuss. We are also on Twitter at Six in the Mix Pod. Join us on our journey.